Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, I'm Paul Higgins, and welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast, episode number 432. You're going to learn lots today, believe me, but three things in particular. Why messaging is going to help you accelerate sales. The second is what role or what the role of your homepage is, and most importantly, how you can improve it. And thirdly, a review of a landing page. It's one close to my heart, but it will give you a brilliant blueprint to follow for yours. And you'll also get a specific guide at the end as well, which is um, is a fantastic resource. If you're a first-time listener and you love it, please subscribe. If you're a regular, love those reviews. There is a summary in the app you're listening to. You can get the full transcript at paulhigginsventuring.com forward slash podcast. And before we go into the interview with Karthik, I'd like to thank our sponsors. One is the Cloud Consultant Collective, and it is a peer group all helping each other to run our businesses better. You can find out more at the cloudconsultantscollective.com. It's a free group, by the way. And SendSpark is a wonderful video tool. And I love at the moment where they've got the ability for you to record a personal message and then attach a pre-recorded video. And it all works well together. You can get six months free at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash SendSpark. So our Today's guest, for many years, tried to crack the code to unlock sales. After helping big and small SaaS companies close multi-million dollar sales, and he also had a lot of sales that he did himself through online courses and services, he created a simple framework that will help any business, big or small, unlock sales and growth. Karthik is the founder of Managing partner at the Design Your Thinking Labs, where he helps small businesses and startups nail their messaging and make more sales with courses, consulting, which is very much what we do, and done-for-you interventions. Listen to his podcast, The Launch Lab, at designyourthinking.com forward slash launch, which will be in the show notes, where he shares strategies and tips on messaging, copying, and businesses, which I've been listening to and I love it. And that's one of the reasons I found him. But what I'll do now is hand you over to Karthik V. J. Akuma from designyourthinking.com. Karthik, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Paul. Uh, it's been really good knowing you through our brief uh, pre-interview chat. Looking forward to adding some value to your audience. Yeah, same. I look, I came across you in a, a forum that I'm in, uh, by run by Pat Flynn called uh, Superfast. Uh, sorry, uh, SPI Pro, uh, Smart Passive Income Pro. And uh, yeah, I reached out and said, look, I've you know I'm after this particular topic, which is around messaging for my audience and you stuck your hand up and we've had some great conversations as you said you've just given me lots of great feedback on my website so stay tuned for that because that's uh, going to be coming up but um yeah why don't we kick off with you know who you love to to work with and what are some of the problems you help them solve sure paul uh i work with small businesses and startups specifically and uh, i the, the the problem that I really help them solve is to help them make more sales by fixing their messaging. So that's what I do. And typically, these two markets that I serve is um, uh, is they start with 
sales as a problem. In the way I discovered this whole thing uh, is when I got started, I was writing copy for sales pages because I was selling online courses. And that's how I got started with sales pages. But over a period in time, I realized that people oftentimes talk about sales and sales is often is often just a symptom. People just realize, think that it's, I'm not able to sell my software. I'm not able to sell my services, my courses. But the, the real root cause of that symptom, if you, if I, when I started to do this for the first time, I was really astonished to see that it was a very simple thing. And it, it's actually very simple, which is the messaging. Um, in other words, and the, this is how I kind of explain this to everybody. What is messaging? Well, have you ever been to a meeting or a conference or, a, or some sort of a place where you get to meet people, strangers, and someone like taps you on your shoulder and say, hey, Paul, what's up? What do you do? And oftentimes people struggle. They just freeze like deer, deer in the headlights, right? <laughs> well, I, 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 am a, I run a cloud consulting business. Right, that's what happens, and that oftentimes puts sets up the whole relationship in the wrong direction, because when people ask you what you're doing, what you really want to do is to tell them what can what you do for your audience, and oftentimes, uh, you know, you don't want to lose this opportunity. The person who's tapping your shoulder could very well be somebody who wants to do business with you. So the way I would um, describe messaging as this. So when people ask you, what do you do? Tell them what you do for your audience and how you help them solve the biggest nightmares or the, the, the biggest problems. That's what I do. Yeah, brilliant. And look, I know that we've uh, we've had other people on talking about LinkedIn profiles. I've done a lot of uh, solo podcasts. So if you want some direction in that space, uh, go and have a, uh, you know, just go into paulinsmentoring.com podcast page and just type LinkedIn, you'll, you'll get some of those or just reach out to me. My details will have below. But when it comes to websites in particular, that's where I wanted some help. So I'm just about to relaunch my website. And I know that uh, the messaging is, isn't great. And uh, I actually had someone that's working with me just say that, Paul, like, I don't understand what you do. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, it is so clear to me, like, and this and it's like that Joe, um, Joe Hari window where, you know, I see the world, the way that I see the world is not often the way that my clients are, even though I was right. my client, right? So, you know, I basically help the people that I used to be, but obviously the messaging isn't working. So that's why we brought you on and that's the context. So if you're really struggling with your messaging, if you're bringing what you do, and especially in the technical sense, you're normally really great technically, but then you get all these hits to your website, but no one's converting, which means it's not turning into sales. Well, well, you're in the right place. You're listening to the right podcast, right? Because uh, that's what we're here to solve. So why don't we start with some fundamentals, right? The homepage. You know, most people will go to your profile, LinkedIn profile first, and then the next spot they'll land is your homepage. So what are some of the key things that we should have on our homepage to make sure that our messaging is helping to uh, convert? Um, sure. I think that's... Uh that's the right place to start if we're talking about websites. Um, and the way I kind of look at homepages is that, that first conversation. Um, you know, there, there is a popular, there is a popular uh, quote from, uh, from one of the early, very early copywriters out there who once told that 
a sales page. He told this in the context of advertisements. And those days, ad, ads used to be run on papers. So today, you can actually think about uh, replace that with websites or sales pages, whatever it is. And he said, uh, advertisements in this case are salesmanship in print. Uh, websites, and the way I do, I have readjusted this to today's times is a website is what does your job as a founder, as a salesman, as the as the people who are representing the company. It's doing your job for you, even when you are sleeping or people don't know that they are actually talking to you. It's on the World Wide Web. So people often come to the website to know what you do. Sometimes some people come to the website to know, they've probably heard about what you do. They want to know what is it that you sell specifically. Some people might have heard about the fact that you, like for example, Paul has something called a CCC. They want to know more about what CCC is. So there, are, there is a reason why people come to a website. And oftentimes the website's homepage is, it's, that's why it's called the home. So when people come, it's the, it's, it's the first, you know, real estate that they get experienced to, they get exposed to. So that's the homepage. And the, the job of the homepage is very simple. It's just to tell them who you are and what you do. Yes. And there could be some reasons behind why you have a website in the first place. You know, some brands, like maybe if you're a Nike or a Coke, uh, let's say Coke, because it's, it's, it's a good context for, uh, for, uh, for, for you here, because you used to work with Coke. So Coke's website is, is not to generate leads. They, they, that's not their focus. They don't want to have an email list of thousands of 10, 000, tens of thousands of people, millions of people. That's not the goal. The goal there is to, to disseminate the message, right? It could be spreading happiness or something it is. It could be to show, uh, to, to, to tell you where they're headed, where, about their corporate uh, vision, something of that nature. But on the other side, if you come to say my website or your website or anybody, most of the people who are listening to this podcast probably belong to this category, not the Cokes and the Nikes. We are in the job of basically selling our products and services, right? So we are the job of a website is simply to do one thing, to understand if you as, the, as a reader is the right person for me to talk to. Second, to be able to give you that, that I, I mean, I am the expert. So I want, I want my website to tell you that you have met the expert that you're looking for. And here is something that the, this expert thinks you should have right now to be successful in your business. It could be anything, you know, if you run, for me, I'm a copywriter, I'm a, I'm a messaging guy. So if, if you come to my website, I will give you something that's going to make you successful with messaging. If you come to your website, if someone comes to your website, your expertise is with sales and you specifically focus on a certain target market, which is cloud consultants. And you're, you're, probably going to give them something so valuable based on your experience of having worked and done been you know been there done that to give them something so valuable that they probably should get right now in other words yeah. what you're doing is you're exchanging your expertise to someone else's permission to be contacted 
We call that call them as lead magnets. Yes. So the job of a home page is very simple to tell you who I am, what do I do, what can I do for you, and here is a here is a small little thing to get our relationship started. Right. I mean, that's the job of the homepage. Period. Everything else is bonus. So there are other things, of course. There are other things that goes on on a website. You can talk about your features, your products,、uh, but everything needs to come together, and that's what we call as messaging. Messaging is not the one line that goes on top of the website or the, something goes in the middle. It's what comes together on the on the homepage and the website. So the goal of, in this case, the whole website, especially the homepage, is to make sure you give one single cohesive message to the reader. Right, and and you know, often you you normally in two camps, right? One is where you you you're broad, and the other is where you、uh, niche or niche, right? And I'm in the niche or niche category. They always love to say, "This is exactly who I stand for." Now, some people say, "Well." I'm going to frighten work away, right? Like you know, I look at my current profile, and they're not all the same, right? Or if someone refers me,、uh, and I used to joke with Coke to say, "Well, look, a lot of people drank Coke, but when you came to the website, it was very, very specific on who we targeted, and every brand had a very specific target, and that's who we used to pitch." But people would, you know, all types of people would drink it. What's your perspective on that? Like how, you know, how? With the people you've worked with, how clear should that messaging be for that that niche or niche versus being a bit more general and broader, hoping you're going to catch all? It's a very very good question, and and, and I'm saying this. People have handled this very differently. There are diverse opinions about how you should go about doing this, but largely, and today in the way things have moved, I think largely we share a very common perspective on this. And I here's mine. So. When it comes to the homepage, like I said, you're the expert. And when I'll give an example to begin with, and then answer that. So when you look, go to a doctor, you go to a doctor and say, "Doc, I have a bad stomach stomachache." Right? I don't know. I don't know why. I'm. That's why I'm going to the doctor. He, he and and if the doctor says, "Oh, well,、um, okay, take this tablet." Maybe it'll work. If it doesn't work, come back to me. Right? If the doctor gave you an answer along the lines of this, what I just said, chances are that you'll never go back to that person. Right.、Um, but instead, if you went to this, another doctor and this doctor said, and you told them the same thing, I have bad、uh, stomachache, and the doctor asks you a question, that's strange.、Uh, tell me more. Uh, how, what kind of ache? When does it、uh, ache? Is, does it ache all the time? Where is this ache? You know, in the top of his stomach, the bottom of in, in which part of the abdomen is it paining? And you know, the, he goes on or she goes on to ask you specific questions that makes you think. Ah,、oh, I never thought about this. Does it ache when you drink water?、Mm, actually, yes, it does ache when I drink water. And and at the end of it says, hey, you know what? It's just a simple.、Uh, you just have an acid reflux in your in your stomach,、yes. and here is a tablet. What has happened here is this doctor. You know, of course, you went to the first doctor too because you think that person was an expert. But this doctor is somebody who made you feel that you are the expert, and that he is the expert in this case. How? By asking you the right questions, by giving, you, making you understand.、Uh, you know, experts are not people who sit on ivory towers and throw you know、uh, goodies around. They connect with people. 
And by asking these questions, you actually educated, you made me a better person when you ask these questions. You made me a better person, a better patient, a better human being. Like, oh, okay, so I should, you know, uh, ask these questions the next time I have a stomachache. I need to ask these questions myself. So that's what an expert does. And, and a homepage, now let's just remove the doctor off and they have a homepage instead. They have a website. If a doctor could just do this on the homepage and said, uh, instead of saying, uh, I treat all, let, let's take this website of a doctor, for example, and he is very clearly a gastroenterologist. And, uh, and the website says, I help people with, uh, with gastrointestinal problems. Very complicated. Half the people won't know what is gastrointestinal problems. I help. Do you have a stomach, uh, a stomach ache or your bad or simple you know message? Bad stomach? Question mark. Yes, bad stomach. Of course, bad stomach. And I'll yes. say the next thing is going to be how ah, here. Here, answer these five questions, and we'll fix your problem. And they ask five questions. End of those five questions, they send me to maybe two different places or three different places, four different places based on how I answer these questions. And what they've done is they have literally uh, what we call in the, in the marketing world as segmenting the audience. So what they've done is they've segmented somebody who came with just a stomach problem and they, they've moved them into gastrointestinal, this, this X, Y, and Z. I'm not an expert with medicine, but, but this is what they do. And a homepage messaging ideally will need to do this for anybody in the audience and everybody, unless we are, I don't know what kind of business has just one segment of audience. All, all businesses have one or more segments or sub-segments of audience. We all have that. Like in my case, I have broadly speaking, two different segments, small businesses and startups, and there are sub-segments too. I mean, if you go to small businesses, I have solopreneurs and small businesses, you know, businesses that make less than $500,000 a year. And then comes the medium businesses and the large businesses. And then comes the startups. So I'm very clear. So when I try to, you know, ask questions, they are just to understand where you fall. So you get the right, or I give you the right solution. And this, your website needs to do. So coming to your answering, to answer your question, Paul, a website needs to cater to at least the at a broad level, the higher level, the, the two or three different segments very clearly. And it is, it, it, and oftentimes any any business uh, can do this, unless of course you're selling. You know, Coke today has multiple categories. Yes. They or Pepsi for for that matter. They have alcoholic and non-alcoholic, and they can be two completely different categories. So that they could be wrong examples, or there are FMCG companies which have, uh, say, for example, detergents and uh, and and food and consumables, right? I mean, they are two different categories. You can't have them on the home same homepage, but your homepage for businesses like ours needs to definitely connect to both these categories. Oftentimes, there are similarities. If you draw a Venn diagram, you will find similarities to these. Yeah, and 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 how do you um so i think you know it's hard to see the label from inside the jar right so i know that when you're deep in it and if you're thinking to karthik that yeah look that sounds right i know that my messaging isn't great on my homepage. i haven't done what what you're just suggested right it doesn't look like that at the moment it's very feature-based it's very 
you know, technical and it's throwing all my services on one page, right? So it's more confusing than, than clear. So, you know, part part of the part of it is, well, I can't solve that myself. But then I know you might be thinking this, but Kathy, I've gone to people before and they just don't understand my industry, they don't understand the language. They, you know, they they can't convert it so that I believe my audience understands it, right? So they're they, they feel like they've got a foot in each camp and you may be feeling that way at the moment. What's what's your best way to help people to remove themselves from, from that situation? Well, um, you know, m- m- most of people, if, if you already have sold your products and services to, to both these camps of people, you probably have had one or more conversations with your clients or customers, right? You You've spoken to them. You understood what these people really care about. What they, what they, what they come to you with. Oftentimes, uh, one one thing is, is to have um, you know going back to the doctor's example because it's very easy to understand this. You know, it's very easy if I you know one way of coming going to a doctor is saying I have stomach problem. The other way is to saying doctor, I'm just feeling not good about myself. Yes. Right. I don't know what problem I have. I have head, headache. I have stomach problem. I have all sorts of problems in my body. And the doctor knows that if you have stomach ache, they are probably going to create some headache to you too because of some reason. And so um, th- you, you understand when you have conversations with your, with your audience, you understand exactly what they come to you with. Well, how do they articulate their problem to you? And that's more important than what the exact problem is. Like I said, you know, sales pages, people come to me with sales problems, but sales is not their problem. Messaging is a problem. And the only way you're able to find out that messaging is a problem is because you've spoken to enough of them and you understood, oh, okay, I see this, where you're going with this, right? right? And that is because you're an expert. So my, uh, you know, if I got your question right, when people, uh, if you're really confused where the what messaging you should have in your homepage, I would say just have a conversation with, with three, at least three or four people from each of these camps Talk to them about it. Understand. Write this down. I mean, take uh, you know, ideally record this conversation, put it on a transcription service like Otter or something like that. Get it transcribed. Get it out and see because oftentimes we, you know, the way we see things are a lot different from the way we hear things. So put it down, transcribe them, and see exactly what are the words. Sometimes it's just a word. I mean, trust me on this. It can be just one word that difference that differentiates one person from the other, you know, it can literally move someone from one camp to the other just because yeah. they have been using something very consistently. Yeah. And, and look, I must admit, it took me a long time to, to shake out the corporateness. You know, <laughs> 18 years at Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola invented their own words, right? So they had a, a Bible as a, as a red Bible that effectively was all their words, their own lingo. And it was, you know, very, yeah, out of certain style to it. And when I was going and working with small business owners, it just, wouldn't gel even an email write it quite formally because that's what i did for 18 years so took me a long time to unwind that and and i think the other lesson here is right you need someone to help fast track that process so what i took from your answer is that you've got to understand it well enough but also then help the person that's going to help you write the copy to to understand it right right. and uh what about videos so you know some sites have video on them some don't what's your view and the role that video plays on the home page of a website these days? Oh, well, uh, it's again, very specific to your niche, your audience, your kind of people that you're catering to. I would just 
I mean, frankly, I would just say only person or people that you need to pay attention to, not the copywriter, not the copy, not your offer, nothing, just the audience. What are these people? Who are these people? What are they consuming? I'll give you very simple examples, right? I mean, this is the way human humans work. Some of that, some of us tend to be, you know, visual, be more visual. Some of us tend to be more, uh, you know, uh, more, more uh, auditory. Uh, so I think there are different kinds of people on that that spectrum. On the other front, there are, some of us are people who are extremely um, logic-driven humans. Right, we're driven by logic. Everything I, you know, everything that you tell me, I'm going to say, okay, uh, why? I mean, what what is better? So you can think that I'm already t- starting to put a draw a graph and say, okay, this is this quadrant, this is this quadrant. And some of us are more emotional. You know, you talk to me very nicely. You 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 basically make me feel good. Then uh, I'm I'm a different person. So there are different kinds of people in your audience, and your job is to understand. Okay. I am dealing with this particular kind of audience and what do they really resonate with? And what are the, like a very simple uh, way to figure out whether you should use videos or not. Are these people consuming video content? How can you find that out? What are the sites that they go to? Typically, what, what, what do they browse? If you've had, uh, you know, hung out with your customers, if you've had the privilege of doing that, of course, the last two years was bad. But then if you've had the privilege of uh, hanging out with your customers in, in the bar or the coffee shop, you probably know more about them from a behavioral point of view, not as a customer, but as a behavior. Like, what, where, will, where does Paul go out on, on a weekday, on a weekend? You know, well, if I had, ha, ha, you know, hung out with you in a bar, what is this, uh, Paul? like right does he talk about family uh does he talk about his kids and watching youtube videos does he also say, secretly watch videos about uh something about it could be you know some particular youtube channel or maybe he listens to podcasts so once i know this i know whether i should use videos or podcasts or written blog content what kind of content i should be focusing on yeah i think that's uh that's wise words now i know that um now, we've talked to you for a long time about this because I think messaging is, is so important. And for our community, like you mentioned before, the CCC Cloud Consultants Collective, it certainly comes up a lot, right? And most, or not all, but most are male left brain. They find it difficult because they are very logical. They're like, well, hang on, people buy on emotions. I, I don't I don't quite understand that, right? It's uh, shouldn't they just buy logically? And it's, you know, as, as you've heard the saying that you normally um Post the decision, you'll rationalize it with with uh, facts and, and logic, but it's not always Emotion. the way you, you buy. So what about a right. we've talked about homepage, right? What about now your key service page or you know, sales page, landing page? You'll you'll get the distinction for us. But what are some of the key things that you expect to see there? And then I am gonna uh, you know open myself up to your uh, expert opinion on on what my key page is is at the moment but uh, yeah just give us some top lines on uh you know is there a difference between a landing page and a sales page and if there is what are the key elements there well it's very it's very simple uh you know a landing like we've talked about the home page uh, the biggest question uh now is then what is a landing page and what is a sales page yes. well uh it's very simple it all just the difference is your target audience if you're if you're wanting the entire world to know who you are, what you do, you give them the home address. If you want somebody to come and uh, 
and you say you run a, a, a burger joint, you want somebody to take a takeaway, you just come to the drive-through lane and you can take your takeaway. Yes. And the drive-through lane is your sales page. Yes. You know, you have very clearly, this is like you have, uh, you know, fries and burger, whatever, get, move on. That's the place. It's a, it's a transaction-oriented page. Homepage is relationship-oriented, where you want to build relationships. And a landing page is, is anything that's not a homepage and not a sales page. Yes. A good landing page in this case, you can think of is, say, you're running a campaign. Say, for example, you're running a campaign and that campaign, a marketing campaign, this could be around something. And you have a page which actually talks everything about the campaign. Like you can talk about the products, the campaign, the goal of the campaign, the videos, et cetera. All these things come and fall into something called as a landing page. And frankly, any, the name comes from the, you know, from the way people look at planes, where they land. So the, the whole idea of landing page is that. So you can call anything a landing page. Even a homepage is a form of landing page for that matter. Sales page is a form of landing page. But like I said, there are names for home pages and sales pages, but landing pages is just what doesn't fall into the other two categories, yeah, including so, an so, opt-in page, a squeeze page. These are, there are some more pages, you know, opt-in pages, yes. squeeze pages, and uh, you can go on and on with these pop-ups. Yeah, well, what, why don't we, because uh, you know, what, what I've shown is to, to bring it to life, right? Because I know that we're getting close to time, but to bring it to life, you know, uh, we've, talked about the cloud consultants collective and that's you know our, our community and you had a look at the the page before you came on here so it's cloud uh cloud consultants collective.com and the link is in the show notes but what was your your first impressions or what are the three biggest things that you took that i can improve from that page to give you uh more information so what Karthik is saying you can sort of relate it to your page because unfortunately we can't, you know, I'd love to be be able to bring up every page and uh, assess right. it here live with you, but uh, podcasting hasn't advanced to that at the moment. I'm sure it will at some point, but it hasn't got there. So, yeah, um, when you looked at my page, what were the key key things that you'd recommend me to do with my messaging? Um, sure. I think we, we talked about the details uh, before the call, but I think I, I would definitely focus on three things uh, in this case would be the first thing is, you know, having one, the focusing on the, the rule of one. So basically get, communicate one message, ask for one action in return uh, and communicate it to one person, right? In this case, you're very good with the first one. It's two people who are already cloud consultants, and I like the word CCC. Uh, very, uh, it, it sticks. Uh, and when you're communicating to that one person, make sure that you're communicating only one message and ask them only for one action at any given point in time. And I'll give that an example. If you, um, for those of you listening, if you go to cloudconsultantscollective.com, you will actually see. And I don't know if this is going to change uh, before you see this. Uh, yeah, listen to this podcast, but I think if you go to the page or go to Wayback Machine and check it, you will actually see that uh, there is a line right above the fold on the homepage when it loads. It says, watch the seven-minute video to learn more. And there's a video on, to the right, and there is a join now right below. Now, you have what you've done to the human mind is instead of giving them giving it one thing to do, you're giving it to, you know, the more the options, the more the confusion. Yeah. So you have confused the person whether to click join now 
or view the video. Um, a good thing to do here would be to, if you think the video is very important and that's the core to your messaging, then move the video to the center, make it nice and big and say, watch this and, and put a thumbnail, which actually gives the, a good reason for, piece, for people to click play. And then have the button below because once they've viewed the video, chances are that they are either wanting to click that button or scroll down, which is pretty logical. So that's the first uh, you know, feedback point, Paul. Uh, the second one is uh, right about the fold. And, and this is something that I did not talk about front, uh, up front, which is um, before we uh, got on this call, which is to show your authority uh, signals of authority. So they're, uh, you know, having some past clients, logos, things of that nature about the fold is so important because uh, at this point, unless people have clicked that video and, and seen you talk about what you whatever you talk about, they don't know you, they don't know your background or anything, right? So having some uh, logos and some testimonials that speak to, uh, speak to building trust. I mean, Trust building. It's not about you can use testimonials for other reasons, other reasons. But in this case, you are talking about trust building. If you can do that, that'll be great. Um, so that's number two, I guess. Um, the third one is very simply uh, having having to. I, th I think this is really beneficial for people who are listening in too, because I've seen this. This is one of the most common. I have my website used to be this way a while ago, and which is. The consistency, so people read in an F pattern on any page. So this is a very common, you know, reading uh, pattern that we've seen with people. And there is this idea on a page, which is called the headline and the crossheads. So essentially, the big idea is the headline and then the crossheads or, you know, popularly called a subheading, which is not the right thing. Um if you there are people just browse these things if they don't have time they're just going to see the headline cross it scroll down you know just and we've done this you've done this if you're listening to yes. this you've done this a lot and you need to help those people also you i mean in fact those are the majority of the people 80 percent of people are going to do this mm -hmm. so uh if you look at, look at paul's ccc website you actually see that uh he opens up by asking a question. Are you a cloud or SaaS consultant looking to scale, to scale without spending money and getting bombarded by noise? Now, first of all, I would tweak that one question a lot more because there is a lot, a lot of things that is not too clear to me. Yes. Uh, what do you mean by bombarded by noise? There are no bombs here. So maybe there is something more clearer that I can ask. So it's talking, it's asking a specific question problem do you have like a doctor asking okay do you have you know uh you know burning sensation in your in your stomach right that's the doctor's way of name so assuming that is the right place to start you scroll down on that page it says our vision just perhaps as i speak about this i actually tend to think if you wear the doctor's hat imagine would the doctor go this take the use the same flow after asking you, do you have a burning sensation in the tummy? Okay. Look, our vision in this space is to give you like, what? No. Yes. Tell me, tell me more. Yes. I, I have a problem here. So you need to remove R and B and I and replace it with you. Yes. So you, 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 you. It's all about you on the page. Yes. So if you come down and go with the F 
form of reading the subheads. The first subhead is our vision. I would actually remove that completely. But that said, there is something more important going on inside the content. It says 10K cloud consultants scaling together to make the world a better place. That is something I would, it's not a value prop, but then I would actually create a value prop and put it right there. Now, what is the value proposition I, I offer? And that's what I would focus on. But that said, if you actually look this, uh, look at this page and you go down, why start CCC? Or the next um, crosshead there is, what type of questions will I expect to get answered? Uh, is this for you? What members are saying? Commonly asked questions. So I would ask you to consider if, you, if, if they sound like this, for example, frequently asked questions. Um, in this case, instead of frequently, Paul uses commonly asked questions. Every word that you have on the page is, uh, is, is precious, a real estate being used for something. Uh, and if you want people to buy or sign up, lease to sign up, every word has to lead to that. From that perspective, consider replacing these words. These, these are hollow or empty words. Replace them with words that are more useful. For example, if it's like commonly asked questions, which is what I'm looking at, Instead of saying commonly asked questions, pick the most common question that people ask you. The first question, everything, everybody asks you, you know, take that question, put it right on top as the subhead itself. So people know that, oh, okay, cool. They are browsing. So remember this, they are, they're looking at this, they're looking at the headline, they're going down one by one, one by one, then there is a free, uh, one big question, cool. And then they come down, there are multiple other questions that you answer uh, based on what people ask. So what you're doing is still doing the same thing, but doing it in a way that people will want to engage with because that's what we want people to do. Uh, be it a sales page or a homepage. You want people to engage with, with you through the page. And that's the whole idea of writing the page. So those are the three things, I guess, we could always yeah. go on. From right, you could because there's uh, a lot of upside. And I think the key message for you is uh, listening to Karthik and as I was is that, you know, there's certain skills that you've got, play to your strengths and where you're not, get someone in to help you, right? So Karthik is not going to go and design an architecture for Salesforce, SAP, NetSuite, Zoho, whatever, right? That's not his thing. But fixing your messaging will help your sales. And I know for me that I get really good traffic to that page, but it's not converting, So right? So just go to your analytics in Google or get one of your team members to go there and just face the problem head on, which is... I'm getting all this traffic and it's not converting. And if it's not, well, then get someone to fix your messaging. And that's where I'm. Like we've used a lot of energy to build the community up to 150 people and it relied less. It's more been me communicating with people using video, doing a lot of outreach. You know, it's taken a lot of effort. Now, I actually, as you said earlier, Karthik, I, I want the page to take more of the pressure off me, right? right? To do my job when I'm asleep. And at the moment, it's not doing that. And, and uh, you know, the, the points you raised are great ones. And you've also given me a lot of other points uh, off um, off camera as well. So, um, you know, if Absolutely. you're- Absolutely. And I think, I, I think you should, if you sorry, Paul, I have to uh, I second you on that, which is please hook your websites to Google Analytics. I think yes. that's one of the things I've seen people not do. It's so valuable. Two, two tools if you really want to use right now. Sign up for Google Analytics and, and, and connect it. Second, go and sign up for this. Uh, it's a free software for starters. It's called Hotjar. 
just go to hotjar.com and then sign up for it. Hook up your website to Hotjar. You will know what I'm talking about, the F pattern, all of this. I mean, you you will see that I'm not really um, saying something that's not true. It's exactly what is happening to all our websites. Um, so, Paul, back to you. Yeah, great. Well, what we'll do now is I go into some quick questions, the rapid fire, and then what we'll do is give you a really good resource that's going to help you with this. So, Karthik, you know, you can listen to this again. You can, you know, slow it down, listen to pass, but we'll also give you a great guide at the end as well. So um, the first question I got is, what about for you? You know, you've got to sell like everyone, every other owner. What are some sales habits you do every day to help you to accelerate your sales? Well, uh, I, I think I've I've done a lot in the past, but the one habit that really sticks to me, uh, the one thing that I keep going back to every single day is uh, is to read more about, to try to learn more about my audience all the time. Like what are the languages they speak? What are they looking at? What are the kind of content that you're consuming? Because as a person that is really, really passionate about messaging and copy in general, I think what I look for is is ways to connect with my audience, right? I mean, you want to speak the same language. If I can't connect with you, the language you speak, then you probably are not going to care about. So that's what I do. I consume. So I, I for example, follow hashtags on, on every single social media platform. I don't look at my feed at all. I, I, I ignore my feed. I go to hashtags, for example, small businesses, entrepreneurs, um, in startups, or venture capital. You know, I want to know where... For example, startups. Uh, you know, this is the, this is an area that uh, we've started to focus on a lot these days, and and the only way I can connect with them is by knowing exactly what their problems are. And startups don't. I mean, this is just a tidbit to understand to help you understand how important it is to understand our audience. Startups really don't, especially early stage startups, don't really care about their their uh, website to talk to their ultimate. Uh, I'm talking about B two B to yes. talk to their market. Yeah, even their consumer customers, they are focusing their websites to talk to me to get more venture capital fundings. Yes. So that's the goal for early stage startups. And I did not know this until you know an accidental meeting. And then I realized this is so important for me to understand. So I'm following venture capital, which I really don't, I'm not interested in venture capital, but I do read every bit about how venture capitalists approach, et cetera, et cetera. What do they think is a good investment, things of that nature. So when I go to an early stage startup and they help help them with their messaging, I know what they should be having their homepage. Right. So, and you can do so, yeah. and you can do that for area of expertise like sales as, as yeah, well. Right. So I think that's yeah, uh, right. great. What about one wish? Like if we could all grant you one wish today to help you accelerate your business, what would that be? Well, I think uh, I think I, I, I would, you know, I, I would love to send out more chocolates and uh, and coffees uh, every week. I mean, just to tell you, every single time I work with a client or a customer. Um, you know, the this has happened over a period in time. We send them chocolates yeah. and coffees, depending on what they what they really like. So, uh, one thing which is on my uh, on on my vision board is to be shipping coffees and chocolates every single week, a lot more ten x more than what I do today. So, I think that that's the biggest wish come true for me. Yeah, I would love to go uh, hunt for more. Um, you know. The more of the finest chocolates made in Bangalore here in India and coffees. We have some of the best ones here, by the way. So, yeah. great. And uh, the last question is you know, you've learned a lot through your journey. 
what's one thing you wish you had have learned earlier to apply to accelerate your business? Uh, it's very ironical to say this, but I think uh, I wish I sold earlier. I, I didn't focus on sales. Um, and I realized this much later uh, than I should have probably, but I think I wish I started to sell more earlier and everything for me grew by referral. Uh, I don't, even today, don't sell per se on my website or anywhere. So it's it, it's being on podcasts like this and others which get me sales. But I think one thing I've started to do more consciously is to write for a sale wherever I get a chance to. Yeah, brilliant. Well, look, uh, I think I really appreciate you know, what you've shared today. You've uh, given a lot of value from website page, uh, you know, which is a landing page, as you said. To more detail, you're giving some great feedback for me, which you can go and apply. And by the time this is launched, the page will look different. But what we'll put in the show notes is the original page. So you can see the, the contrast uh, between the two. And um, yeah, like I said, a, a guide. So you're going to put together a specific guide just for cloud consultants, right on the three essential pages to your website. And you can get that at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash DYT, which stands for designyourthinking.com, which is Catholic's uh, main website. So we'll have the link in the show notes, but paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash DYT. So Catholic, uh, fantastic for being on today. I'm glad I met you through uh, Pat Flynn and his uh, podcast, SPI Pro, and uh, yeah, and his community. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you again soon. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate Thank it. Thanks so much. I had a lot of fun. That was a great interview. I know it went a little longer than normal, but you can tell Karthik was just so passionate about sharing all the wisdom that he has. And I love the point around, you know, measuring your conversion data. So get on the Google Analytics if you're not hot jar and see if you've got a messaging opportunity like I did. And you can get your guide for your three key pages for specifically for cloud consultants at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash DYT. It'll be in the show notes uh, plus others. And also, you know, if you got a key benefit out of this, why don't you share it on your LinkedIn and thank Karthik. His um, LinkedIn is in the show notes as well. And you can get all of the transcript at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. And why not share it with others? I'm sure you're not the only person that is uh, got an upside in their messaging on their website. So why don't you share it? They'll think you're an absolute rock star. Check out our solo shows. Please also uh, don't forget that free Slack community, which is a cloudconsultantscollective.com, which will have a much better landing page after this interview. And if you'd like curated content exclusively for you, that's right, Cloud Consultants, please go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash newsletter. Next week's guest is Lorne Kaufman, and he's exited three businesses and cloud consulting businesses, and he really gives us a brilliant blueprint on how you may be able to exit. And even if you don't, the key things that you should look at in preparation for it. So as always, please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. 
tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.